Hello, everybody. Welcome to the 20-something Vision Podcast. Today, we're going to be talking about work in your 20s and the great resignation. So before I start, how's everybody doing today? I'm doing pretty good today, sir. How are you today? I'm doing good. I'm chilling. I'm ready to get into this topic, though. Same here. I'm pretty excited, man. Alrighty, well, we'll get started with our first question. At work, do you ever feel underpaid or overworked? Well, it honestly just depends. I personally have gone through several jobs just to get a decent pay. I've also have lived in different states, and the pay differences are kind of crazy. I don't know if you guys know about them, but like in Texas, like minimum wage is like seven twenty-five, and then out here, bare minimums like fifteen. I feel like people do a lot more responsibilities than what they're originally tasked and companies usually expect them to go above and beyond but then don't want to pay them extra for the amount of work. Period. I know that's right. Yeah, like that minimum wage, if I remember correctly, it has not changed in a long time, like the federal one. And ever since it was at last changed, so many things have gone up. Inflation in this past year, grocery prices are like so high, man. Everything's rising except for the freaking minimum wage you know and, and we have a lot less buying power now and when it comes to work yeah we definitely need a higher minimum wage and companies have already done a good job of actually stepping up like costco and amazon too i think minimum wage is 15 but i think it should be mandated at this point like you know what's keeping it so low Here's the thing, though. Let's say we do get raises. It's like the cost of living is still so expensive nowadays. Even with the raise, it's like, okay, now I'm feeling a little bit more comfortable. But am I really? Because now I'm paying more for whatever else. It's just because one thing goes up. Just everything, prices just go up, basically. Even if we do get a raise, which is much needed, it's tough out here. I've heard like, oh, if minimum wage goes up, then the prices, everything else is going to go up. But like, I only think it's going to go up by a little, like a fraction. A McDonald's burger is like 50 cents more because the workers earn more. But it's 50 cents more for a burger. Like, it's nothing, you know? Like, I'd rather pay 50 cents more and have the workers that are actually working there get a decent wage, right? Yeah, I completely agree. I remember when I was in Texas, there was one job I was working and mind you like how i said earlier minimum wage was 7.25 but i was making 9.50 an hour and it was literally like garbage i was working like 40 hours a week and getting like three to four hundred dollar checks every two weeks and they expected you to like work off of that luckily eventually though like i found a job where it was just cleaning rvs and i was making 14 an hour and that was like double minimum wage for that state at least and i was actually able to live comfortably for a little bit but now like i don't know things keep going up and then i came back out here in california and you would think i'd be living comfortably but honestly just my monthly checks alone i can't even afford an apartment apartments require at least like what three times the income like how can a normal person afford to do that without having to go to college and from what it seems like nowadays even degrees don't really mean much like i don't know that's just my opinion but like in terms of like underpaid and like overworked i'm a manager right now and i make like in the mid 20s and even then i feel like the amount of labor that i actually do i'm busting ass like me and higgy when he had like an office job he was making more than me and he would come home and he was chilling because he was like sitting at a desk and i know that's like mentally straining but i would come home and my body be killing i'd just be so tired out like physically and mentally when you think about that too it's just crazy to think 
because I used to work as a leasing agent at apartments, and I would see someone worked at TikTok or something, and they literally made 5K a week. And I'm like, bro, imagine that. I don't know specifically what they did for TikTok, but I'm pretty sure they weren't, like, breaking their back, trying to, you know, whatever they were doing for that, for that 5K a week. And I can't even reach that in, like, two weeks, you know? So that's just the labor that goes into, like, and when you think of, like, your wages and stuff. So it's, like, that's another thing to consider, you know? Okay, so do we ever feel overworked at all? I know we kind of tapped on it, but, like, in terms of, like, your shifts and stuff like that, is it too much? Do, like, do the managers expect too much within a certain amount of time? How do we feel about that? I feel like sometimes they do. I work at a fast-paced restaurant, so we kind of have to get orders out quick. And it can get tough because we're getting all these orders in. And if there's a big order, still have to get it out in a timely manner, especially if it's, like, drive through or something. Like, it's just tough, and we have to work really – we have to have three full operational grills, like, going at it full blast. Like, every basket, if you know what a basket is, like, every basket of fries, everything has to be on it. And, like, all our produce, it's a lot. So, I feel like, yeah, it can feel very stressful at times. Yeah, I can see where you're coming from. Because I work fast food, and I honestly would never do it again. You're a trooper for that. I work at Amazon now, and I remember hearing, like, horror stories about Amazon that, luckily, I was actually able to find, like, a pretty decent warehouse. I feel like the work there is not too much, but they still will put a bunch of other responsibilities that higher-ups have and it doesn't really make sense because then they don't pay you for it. And then you get really mentally tired. I was just thinking about earlier when I got off work, like today's my Friday, and like I just felt so mentally exhausted from this week just because I felt like I was running all over the place because they weren't staffing people right. And I, I don't know. Like I feel like I need like a whole the whole two days off and not do anything in terms of taking care of yourself if we are overworked how do we take care of ourselves how do we you know keep ourselves healthy like mentally and physically take those days off bro like honestly i used to feel so so guilty not being at work like i still kind of do low-key but i you just really got to take those days off and like i know i've, I've seen companies introducing like, unlimited pto and then i end up hearing that it's a scam it's just crazy that they have to like scam you into thinking that oh yeah you're gonna have all this time off don't worry about it but like honestly when you think about it like take those days off they don't they really don't care about you <laughs> it's sad to think even though I'm pretty happy where I work but when it comes down to it I know that I'm just a person to them if I take a day off it's not gonna kill them so take those days off you know these companies are not scamming people but in a way like a little bit in the way they pay people and don't give recognition but, you know, like Selena said, take your days off because they ain't going to give them to you. My next question is, does it matter if you get along with coworkers and do you have work friends? It definitely matters if you get along with your coworkers because it just makes like a, like a really crappy work day go by so much easier. So like, for example, like there's this, I mean, I know I'm the manager and I hire people, but there's just this one person that always has to like kind of kill the vibe. And it's like that shift just takes so much longer and it's like so much more draining versus like when there's a shift with people that you get along with and that you can talk to. It makes everything kind of easier and you can relate to them and stuff like that. So I think it really does matter if you get along with coworkers because nobody wants to go work with someone that you don't like or I guess get along with because it just it drains you. Yeah, I definitely agree with you. I think that 
your coworkers, they definitely will make or break your work environment. It's definitely really important to have good relationships with your coworkers. And I know like it's not always perfect, you know, things happen. People people are different. People feel certain ways, but I think it's really important to try your best to have good relationships with your coworkers cuz you know, like you're going to be there. You spend a lot of time with those people. It might as well be like good time spent. I was just going to say that I think you don't have to be friends with your coworkers, but at least you guys can have a, just a conversation because it does help work day go by quicker. And I just think you're at work a lot of the time and that's a big part of your environment. It goes into play about like your mental health and all that stuff and who you surround yourself with. So I think it's important to like at least get along with coworkers. I get along with most of my coworkers and I'm, I get excited to see them. They work different shifts and when I know they're coming in, I just get excited to see them and I get to talk to them and catch up with them and also just work by them. It makes the job more interesting, like you said. It's like it, you can look forward to it. For me at work, one of the top reasons why I really enjoy my job is because of the coworkers that I'm there with. Even the people in my department, but also like in other departments as well, like surrounded by us, we're all just really cool. And like that just makes the whole job experience just way better. Yeah, kind of touching on what Steve had said about like having to get along with people because you see them like on an eight to 10 hour basis depending on your work schedule i had this realization the other day that like work reminds me a lot of in a weird way of like high school i don't know why i remember i used to dread going to certain classes because certain people would be there and you're stuck in there with them for an hour and even if you didn't sit next to them if they were the person that would just cut off the teacher all the time and disrupt what you're doing like you would just get mad i don't know if y'all would would get mad but i would get really angry about it i don't know like at my my warehouse like there's like literal cliques of people that walk around every day like even me steven and andrew walk around literally every morning everyone knows we're all friends we sit next to each other every day everyone has their own designated i don't know it's just weird like i i don't know why i barely realize it but and then there's also like certain groups of people that don't like each other so yeah i feel like it definitely plays in hand with like you should try to at least get along with people because you're, they're not going anywhere until they quit. <laughs> I think it's cool when coworkers become friends. Like, yeah, they're my work friends, but then they actually become genuine friends of mine because of work. And I met them because of work. We got hired and somehow just clicked and it just ends up working out. And I feel like at the job I'm at right now, I've met a good number of people that have gone more so than just a work friend, but actually my, my friend. I think that's that's a cool thing. I agree with you. I definitely expanded my network at my job. And like I mentioned earlier, everybody's like super cool there. Just moving forward, we'll always be cool. Like we'll always be friends. So it means a lot. Yeah. Some of my coworkers actually became like my roommates and like we literally lived together for like a whole year and like I've had some of the best memories with them. But like kind of a question that I have for you guys is like, what's the difference between work friends and friends from work? You know, Darla, I know you want this. And they were roommates. <laughs> Um, I feel like for me, um, so my work friends is more so just coworkers that I see that I don't really care to ask, you know, oh, like, let's go hang out or this or that. But if I see them on the, on the job, it's like, oh, we get along cool. Like we're chilling, we're vibing. And I don't, I don't want to say it's because of the age difference, but I feel like the old, my older coworkers, they're, those are the ones where like, yeah, we get along like on the at, at the workplace but I don't think I'd necessarily like text them like oh let's go to the club or like let's go you know but it's nice seeing them 
I remember when I worked at Subway, I had met a couple of, a handful of people go through that store. And there was this one in particular person where we just clicked. We always ended up closing every shift together. And I like, she always made work so exciting for me. We eventually started kicking it outside of work. We were friends for a year and a half. And we're still friends, but we were really close. And I remember she cried when I, like, left to go to another state. And it, like, felt so much to me because, like, I just met her randomly at work. And we just ended up getting along. But... There's a bunch of other people I know, too, from work, but, like, I don't see them outside of work. So. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I just kind of would rather see them at work. Like, I don't have beef with them or nothing, but I'm like, no, like, I, I think you're cool over there, and I'm cool here. <laughs> have you guys ever seen, I, I guess they're not necessarily memes, but it's, like, on Twitter, where, or I guess TikTok, too, it's, like, you're telling your whole life story to your coworkers, quote-unquote, like, your whole stories. But you don't really see them outside of the job. Like, do any of you guys have that experience? Yes, I have that. Ex- I have this one coworker, and for some reason, when some something's going down, and she just happens to be in the locker room, so I just be venting to her, and I don't tell her like names or nothing. I would, I just be like, "Give me advice. What would you do in this situation?" And then I tell her, and she always gives me good advice. But I, I do not talk to her like outside of work or nothing. Like somehow we just click and i can i feel comfortable yeah no most definitely there's a i already have like a couple of moments in my head where i just like word vomited like every traumatic thing that has happened to me in the past week like to random people and then like i just never talk to them again yeah there's like a couple people that like we're all cool at work and i'll just like i update them about certain things and they'll ask like oh how's this going and i just i'll talk to them but i yeah like i don't ever hang out with them outside of work like i just it's just at work i feel like what makes it so great to tell all these stories to your coworkers is that they don't know anything about you other than what you tell them and you both ended up right there at the same spot and then after that you guys live on your own lives you get me there's no room for judgment and it's kind of like a form of therapy because like you're spilling out all the stuff, all the scenarios you've been in, and it's kind of like you're talking to yourself in a way, and you're allowing yourself to reevaluate the decisions that you've been making. I feel like we probably do that just to get like a third person point of view because they don't know you personally, so there's no bias on like them like being scared of hurting you or like or not being truthful. Like they're gonna be straight up and honest because they don't know you, and you know you guys just met, and after that like. I, I at least I know I do it to get honest truth because I know if like I ask certain people in my friend group I I wouldn't be surprised if they they try to sprinkle the truth a little bit just to not hurt me in the end you know period period <laughs> yeah and like after that you clock out and like it doesn't really affect nope. your everyday life yeah I feel like they really like people most people at work really don't care like they're just there to work and like if you're talking then you're talking like I feel like there's no reason for them to like what are they going to do with that information that you're telling them like you know it's just it's cool to have those relationships so like you said it's a it's kind of like a form of therapy like you're just kind of venting to them and if they're willing to listen then that's cool it's cool to have that at work you know well is there ever a bad reason to quit a job then um definitely not I don't think there would ever be it's kind of like that saying like there's never a dumb question people really just might leave the job because they're looking for something else or whatever it is it really doesn't matter why 
you want to quit if you quit you quit but I guess like in the eyes of a company or as a manager like it would matter but you as an individual like do what you got to do baby you know yeah I'm always gonna say put you know like taking care of yourself first so I don't think so I mean you have a better opportunity somewhere else or the job is not taking care of you by all means like just get out of there there is never a bad reason to quit a job I mean everyone has a whole life outside of work you know and at the end of the day i've learned from many different companies that they are irreplaceable okay beyonce <laughs> period just like beyonce said <laughs> i don't know how many jobs i've quit where i thought it was going to make a dent and at least for that position and they i find out the next week that they just put someone else there and bump up their pay a little bit just to get them to work quicker I mean, I, I remember I used to take it pretty personal, but now I don't because companies really don't care. I don't know how to explain it. Like, I feel like everyone should at least at some point have a job where they actually enjoy. But I don't think you necessarily have to stick to it for the rest of your life. I I kind of realized that as you're getting older, your interests change. I have like 10 different hobbies and I think I have a bunch of different aspirations I eventually want to do. So if I want to go reach that, I'm going to quit and move. You know, move on. For those of you listening who aren't familiar with the Great Resignation, it's pretty much a phenomenon that's been happening for about two, three years now, where a lot of people begin quitting their jobs mainly because they realize that they've been exploited by a company that doesn't really care about them. And I think it came all of a sudden when the pandemic started, because that's when companies were actually looking into how they're going to take care of their workers. A lot of people suffered the realization that you know companies they're only going to put profits over people, and People have started reevaluating what they truly care about, and that's their self, their individualism. And a lot of us 20-somethings, we kind of feel like work-life balance is a really big thing. A lot of older generations are kind of so used to working for a company, being loyal to them, maybe working for them for over 10 years. And I don't know about y'all, but I wouldn't commit to a company for even more than like two, three years. Something that Gen Z's really got going for them is that we aren't afraid to leave a job that makes life more difficult than it should be. Life goes on. It isn't the end of the world. And if companies are just going to treat us as another number, then what's going to stop us from treating them as another paycheck? It kind of showed like how important workers actually are, because if you think about it, if all the workers go on strike or they, if they all quit or they disappear, like the company's like, oh, like, oh, shoot, hold on. We're going to take care of y'all now. So I think that's kind of what it showed us. Like, and I learned this in school, too. For an organization, the most important thing is people. Without the people, like, the business company is nothing. So I think that it showed a lot of companies how important their employees are. And it showed them that they should take care of them and that they're actually, you know, employees are not realizing, like, I'm getting exploited and, like, I should be taken care of more. So <clears throat> I know it's a really it was a really tough time, but I think it was good that it happened. So I hope that it can make a change and things will be better now. Oh, no, most definitely. I agree with the whole thing. I feel like the whole pandemic highlighted on, like, the spotlight was pretty much on companies on how they treated their workers because I don't know if you guys, oh, I'm pretty sure everybody remembers, but, like, fast food workers were, like, in there still throughout the whole entire pandemic and were expected to go to work every single day and not even get hazardous pay for it. And companies just expected them to do it, and people finally got fed up and said, no, I'm not going to do that, like, you know? Do you want to know what I got? No, what'd you get, Steven? I used to get, they used to let us take home a free pizza every day. Yes, 
that's that's what we got at the beginning of the pandemic. Everybody catching we, Rona in in the building, and we just get a free pizza. I remember I got a text like from, but it was like a, like a statewide thing when they were saying that when there was a curfew. Do you guys remember like like after like eight o'clock, like you're supposed to be home, like. Yeah. I was still working. I was closed. I remember we called our supervisor when I got that text and we we're like, hey, like this text. And he was like, yeah, I was just in a meeting about it. Like, we're, we're going to stay open. I was like, what? Yeah. And that's what I mean. Like, it's messed up. You can't expect people to risk their health and then you not pay them in return. Because what if someone dies like that? That's on your company time like that. They got sick or something, you know? And I even think this now, like, obviously, it's had a huge effect ever since because there's, like, now hiring signs at every fast food place I go to. And there's usually only, like, two or three people and they're running the whole store. It's it's just really insane to me that they don't want to take the time to appreciate their workers. And then I also noticed that, like, a lot of these now hiring, like, they're paying more than minimum wage. Like, they're at this point, they're pretty much begging people to, like, start working. But but that's what that's how that's what it looks like when it's like you realize that the people aren't going to work for you because they know you're not taking care of them. So take care of them. I just want to say I'm just happy that people are breaking that barrier of, like, feeling like they have to stay at a job for so long for the commitment of it. it but it's like if you're not happy, if that's not where you want to be, you really don't have to stay. And I'm glad we are breaking that barrier and, I don't know, kind of standing up for ourselves and not letting us ourse- not letting ourselves be treated in such a way. Yeah, I definitely agree. It's, like, really inspiring. But I also think it's kind of hard for some of us because, at least for me, like, like my dad always told me that, like, you got to put in all this hard work and stuff like that. So I think that's where, like, me feeling guilty for even taking a day off comes from. So I, I used to think that, like, if I didn't stay at this job for at least six months, then I was failing at something. I still kind of think that way, but it's like with the Great Resignation, it's kind of like we're all just coming together and being like, no, like, you don't need that job. Like, there's another one out there for you. Like, there's so much out there for you. There's some people that are quitting their job without having a backup plan. They're just like, you know what? We're young. You know, that unemployment had us for a minute, but now that it doesn't, they're just... Some people don't even have a savings plan, but they're still like, you know what? I'm not going to put up with this anymore. And that's that's really cool like to see that we're doing that from now on because it was kind of hard in the first place to want to stick to a place that is just, just draining for you. So, yeah. I also agree that it's really cool to see that. And it's mostly younger people that are quitting their jobs left and right. It's cool. I quit my, my first job without a backup plan. Like, I timed it so... I could take like a vacation, right? Like my my two weeks ended that weekend. I didn't have a backup plan. Like, and I just went to a warehouse. I knew that was the safest route, you know, but the warehouse wasn't even open yet. So I kind of just jumped the gun with that one, but I'm chilling. The universe got me. <laughs> I got another job. I'm chilling. I know maybe not everyone can answer this question, but I just wanted to ask, like, what was the shortest job you guys ever had? Because mine was two days. <laughs> I literally... <laughs> it I literally was so embarrassed about it too but it was during the pandemic I didn't have a job I was going to school and you know unemployment you know was getting a little lower than that 600 extra a week and I was like you know what I have nothing else to do might as well and it was an overnight shift at a donut shop and I was like oh my god how cute I'm gonna be selling donuts no baby no (laughs) they they had me slaving away a day one and then on the second day like I had told them that I was a student and there was a specific day that I couldn't work because that's when I had my classes. 
I just wanted to make sure that I had like at least two days off. And I worked for two days. That third day was supposed to be my day off. And I asked the manager on that second day at the end of my shift, like, you know, I'm off tomorrow, right? And they're like, no, you're on the schedule. And I was like, I, mm, I can't. Like, I have school. And they're like, well, you, you're going to be here. And I was like, okay. And then, like, a few hours later, I just texted and I said, goodbye. So, yeah, two days. You better than me. I would just, well, I actually have just walked, just said I'm not coming back. I don't know if y'all ever done this, but have y'all ever signed the um, hiring forms and then just never even showed up to orientation? <laughs> <laughs> Why was it the negative hours? <laughs> so, yeah, about an hour. I'm glad that we as a generation are standing up for ourselves. As you can see, we've talked about inflation, um, the problem with minimum wage now, coworkers, work besties, and like the difficulties and also the beauty of quitting a job and we're breaking all these norms and i feel like we're truly going to redefine how work should be how we should feel about work and how work makes us feel huge thank you to everyone listening tuning in on spotify apple Podcasts, wherever you get your media from don't forget to follow us on twitter instagram subscribe to us on youtube and if you're listening on spotify don't hesitate to give us a five-star rating if you like what you hear. We're so grateful to every single one of you listening to us out there. And Ray, what do we say? Don't let anyone step on your vision.